welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Uh, Warning, I am going to talk about not just Christmas, but next year, the new year, 2022. I know, it's barely the end of August as I record this. And I'm actually talking about why I think quarter four is a better time to launch your podcast than in quarter one or January or New Year, as it's also known as. And I'm going to start off by playing a very risky game and contradicting the whole title of this podcast, the whole thing this podcast is based on in the very opening sentences. Because actually, whilst I say quarter four is a better time to launch your podcast than January. Actually, there is no right or wrong time to launch your podcast. You should be launching it when it's best for you and why you are doing your podcast. But if you are saving your podcast for next year, in the new year in particular, in the same way I'm saving my diet for next year, the new year, uh, you might be making a mistake for the very same reasons I'm making a mistake to put off my diet until January the 1st, 2022. Because here's the thing, your podcast is just like my diet. (laughs) I knew I wouldn't get to the end of that sentence without laughing. Yes, your podcast is just like my diet. And here's why. Number one, Lots of people launch a podcast in January. Much like the great January diet, every new year podcasts are begun in January. But I want you to consider these questions if that's what you're thinking about doing. Do you need to launch your podcast in January? What will launching in January do for you compared to launching before January or after January, February, March, April? Because honestly, if there's no desperate need for you to be launching in January, I personally wouldn't. If nothing else, it's such a noisy and busy time for people to be launching anything and indeed everything. Lots of launches are going on, not just podcasts, lots of new stuff. And yes, everybody is filled with the excitement of a new year. But let's be honest, that excitement is fairly superficial, let's say. And I'm really hoping we don't have a repeat of what happened in New Year 2021. But let's not rule out any curveballs that might come our way. If we've learned anything since March 2020, it's that life can be quite unpredictable if at times, right? So it can be tricky launching and marketing a podcast at the best of times, let alone when you've got the world and its wife and maybe its pet dog or cat as well doing the same thing. You're going to have to work extra hard to get people to pay attention to your podcast because I can guarantee you they'll be getting emails, messages, adverts and social media posts from everybody else about their podcast launches. And if it's not their podcast launches, it's their new membership launch. It's the new um, blog launch. It's the new whatever launch they are launching because we love starting things at the beginning of anything, the beginning of the week, the beginning of the month and the beginning of the year in particular. So your message is more than likely going to get lost in the noise. I'm sorry, it just is. And there's nothing more soul destroying than working really, really hard on something and it not getting the response you wanted or the response it deserves either. 
Plus, and I'm probably telling you a lot about me here, there's something about September that actually almost feels more like January and the new year than January and the new year themselves do. Now, before Pedant's Corner ignites with rage, because internally I am igniting with a little bit of rage, I am well aware that September is actually the end of quarter three and not actually in quarter four. But stick with me. If you're in England and Wales, your children are heading back to school in September. Scotland, I know your little cherubs went back a few weeks ago. So you cannot move at this moment in time for all the back to school stuff. And I think the new school year is such an exciting time. You get to go to your next class, your status improves, unless, of course, you're making that transition from primary to secondary school where you were cool because you were the eldest and that meant you were the best. And now you're going in and being the youngest, which means you're a little bit awkward. But, you know, you're still cool to all the primary school friends you left behind. So maybe that, that's the only year that, you know, you're not cool and, you know, not cool and going up at a class kind of thing. But there's something exciting about that graduating into the next level of your life. And I think because you do that when you're a child, it becomes really ingrained. I still like to buy new stationery in September because I love a new notebook and I love a new pencil case, right? And it's, for me, it's something exciting. You've got that last little bite of the cherry before the end of the year and you really want to say, right, what can I get done before the end of the year so that 2022 starts with a bang? So I think actually, if you're launching a podcast this quarter, quarter four, which we're including September in, is actually a really good time to do it because more and more people feel this way, I'm sure, because it just means that you're on the way to making sure that 2021 is, was, becomes a success and we're ready for 2022. So that's why I think now is a good time to start getting your podcast going and out there. There's another good reason as well. You can get a head start on everybody else. Now, cheaters never win, as my dad always told me as I try to cheat at everything. They never win at dieting or podcasting, but it does make sense to give yourself all the possible advantages. So if I'm going to start a diet, I'm going to get rid of all the chocolate in the house and all the naughty, in inverted commas, food. When it comes to podcasting, a great advantage you can give yourself for your podcast is to get a head start on all the people who are saving their podcast until 2022. So if you start your podcast before January, I can guarantee you, you will be a better podcaster than the vast majority of people who are starting their podcast in January. And that's simply because you're further along in your podcasting experience. So that means you'll have more of an understanding of what works, Equally, you'll know what isn't working or doesn't work and you'll know what you enjoy doing when it comes to your podcast and what you don't enjoy doing. And you'll probably have an understanding of what you want to farm out to somebody else to do and your processes will be much better because you'll have done them and you'll you'll just have a good feel for it. You'll be in the habit, and I love a habit, you'll be in the habit of consistently producing episodes and that consistency is essential for you to build your audience. And talking of building your audience, it takes time. We all know this. It takes time. You're not going to release a podcast and in three weeks be gaining tens of thousands of millions of followers. It doesn't work like that. It takes time. So the sooner you start, 
guess what? The better it will be. You want to get into people's routines and habits. Now, creating habits takes time. So if you're going to get going with your podcast in quarter four, you're closer to becoming an established part of your audience's life by 2022. So that makes it harder for the new podcasters to break into your listeners' lives because you've got yourself there already. You are firmly wedged in your listeners' lives. They know that on, let's say your podcast comes out on a Tuesday, they know your podcast is coming out on a Tuesday, you're going to accompany their Tuesday run, their Tuesday walk, their Tuesday commute, whatever it is they're doing when they're listening to your podcast. Side note time. Now, it's important to know that actually you're going to get cheated on. Yeah. Your podcast listeners are not just listening to you. They're more than likely listening to other podcasts as well as yours. Heartbreaking, I know. But in fact, people tend to, on average, and this is average, so there will be people who do a lot more, people who do a lot less. But on average, people will listen to eight podcasts a week. But it is important that whilst you know that other people are going to be listening to other podcasts, that actually you need to make sure that your podcast is in that list of eight, if it's the average listener, that people are going to be listening to. So there is competition out there and it is important you know and understand that. Now, I don't know about you, but I hit a slump in January. It always starts off so well. Yeah, most years, January comes along and I spend the first two weeks being dead good about everything I'm determined to get done. I, I even say that I'll um, have next year's accounts sorted. <laughs> but, you know, I'll spend the first two weeks drinking water, eating healthily, exercising every single day. And then somewhere along the line, let's be honest, it's usually around the 20th-ish, could be a bit earlier, a bit later, it's not necessarily the 20th exactly, I hit a wall. I think it's known as Blue Monday, or there's all sorts of different terms that marketing people have come up with it, but there is a wall somewhere in the middle to middle end of January. It's the, this is all too much. Dry January goes out the window. Christmas chocolates, you know, the ones that you were going to send to the food bank because you weren't going to eat them because the diet was going to work this time. They come out of the cupboard where they've been kept since December. And yeah, it's game over, isn't it? And it's totally understandable. The January slump hits us all. Because think about it. How much effort have we been putting into that new shiny thing that we promised we were going to do, but we've forgotten that we're actually shattered from Christmas? The dark mornings of January, the evenings don't help either. And the fact that it feels like January goes on for 500, 900 million gazillion infinity billion days and you're not paid. (laughs) But that month is just unheard of, isn't it? So thinking about it, it's not it's not a surprise we uh, we fail these things, right? There's a big slump. Now, if I'm being honest, Getting started with a podcast isn't too hard. It really isn't. There's not a huge amount of barriers for stopping you from getting a podcast out there. The difficult bit, the trick, is keeping it going. That's where the real effort comes in, I'm afraid. Which is pretty much like a diet. I told you podcasts were like my diets, right? And honestly, if I had a pound for every diet I've started, I would not be sitting here recording this podcast. I'd be retired on a beach, maybe a yacht, maybe a private island somewhere. That's how many diets I have started and failed my entire life. 
everything is easy when you've got that just starting something new buzz and that motivation. It's when you hit the reality of it that it becomes harder. And that January slump hits hard every year. If you've already got past your woo shiny new fun podcast motivation and you found your podcasting routine, you found your podcasting habit before you hit the January slump, you're going to find it far easier to navigate that slump with a podcast. You'll keep going. You'll have that in you to keep going. Whereas if you hit that January slump and you have also hit that, oh, doing a podcast regularly, it's a bit more effort than I thought it might be. Oh, I've got to find time to do this every week. Oh. If you hit that at the same time as you hit in the January slump, it's going to be harder to get over that bump. Slump and bump, they're fun words to say. Now, New Year's resolutions, I find, often fail because of all the weight of expectations that we put on them. And of course, we overpromise on what we can do because we think we can do anything and everything and why shouldn't we? And I say a New Year's podcast has the potential to do the same. So how many times have you made a New Year's resolution? Because everybody else is. You've then declared it publicly and then given up on it privately and hope no one notices. Well, for me, the weight of expectation for a brand new year, brand new me, brand new whatever, means I'm probably more than likely destined to fail whatever resolution I set myself. Now, the main reason for this is, oh God, this says so much about me. If I see somebody else doing much better than me, then I have a real, I have a real, (laughs) this is really difficult to admit. I have a real tendency to just give up. And it's a proper teenage strop. Those of you old enough to remember Harry Enfield doing Kevin the Teenager, it's like that. It's like, oh, I'm not good enough. Everyone else is better than me. Oh, I can't do it. Oh. In fact, one of my youngest nephew, Milo, was playing Uno. And because he wasn't winning, he had a mild tantrum. And I shouldn't laugh at children having tantrums, but it was funny because then as soon as he started winning again, it was the best game in the world. And it's kind of like that. Maybe he's got it from me because it's a bit like that with me. If I'm not doing it, if I'm not doing good enough compared to what everyone else is doing, and it's what I think they're doing, it's not necessarily what they are actually doing, then I just go, well, no point me doing it. Everyone else is better than me. Not going to bother. It's so stroppy and tantrumy but it's it's me. So at New Year, when I see everybody doing better at me at, I don't know, losing weight, running, etc., I give up because I'm not good enough. I've compared myself and it's almost like I'm probably comparing apples and oranges and all that sort of stuff. But if I see someone go, right, this is my New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing that. Yeah, yeah, great. And they've lost half a stone and I've put on two pounds, which is how it tends to go. I stop. So This is why my New Year's diet is actually going to start today. And it's why I start projects when nobody else is starting projects. So I can't compare myself to them. So I recently started CrossFit and I was okay going in knowing I was going to be the worst at it because I was new. I gave myself permission to be new. But somebody else started recently 
and not long after me and now I keep comparing myself to them because I just think oh they're oh they're gonna be better than me oh I've got to be better than them and it's not competitive like that at all it's me so I have probably shared a lot about me in this in in this episode which you didn't need to know but there we go I have done that so if you're somebody who um, measures themselves against what others are doing or what you think this is the important bit, what you think others are doing and achieving. And it doesn't matter how many beautiful inspirational quotes you print out and stick on your wall telling you that comparison is a thief of joy or you do you. Then why would you set yourself up to start a podcast at the same time as a lot of other people are going to be publicly starting up their podcasts as well? It just to me makes sense to not put yourself up in that frame of mind where you're going to just lose it essentially and even if you're not the sort of person that puts a lot of pressure on themselves to um, follow that everyone else is doing and be better or at least not be worse than them then actually thinking about it January there's a lot of pressure in society in general to make big changes and new offerings in the new year. So it could well be that you want to get something else going on, maybe in your personal life, I don't know, or maybe in your business life. Don't add to that pressure to make big changes, new offerings, with a brand new podcast to deal with as well. Get going now when there's less of that. You must do a new thing and do it well, pressure. And last but not least, every year, Apple issues a warning about approval times taking a bit longer and that generally starts from Thanksgiving onwards. So that's November time. Okay, so with this, I am struggling to link this to dieting, but it is worth mentioning because if you're wanting to launch your podcast in that first week of January, there are lots of holidays you're going to have to deal with in the run up. And many people that you're going to be dealing with in the setting up of your podcast they're actually based in America. So that means those holidays, they start earlier than you expect them. And yes, I love a Black Friday deal as much as the next person. But if I've got an issue that I need Apple to deal with, there's a chance the response is going to be even slower from the end of November onwards. And it's not just Apple either. Who are you going to be hosting your podcast with? Where are they based? America? Mm hmm. They're going to have some extra holidays that you're not expecting. And even other countries around the world are going to have holidays you're not expecting. And holidays are not just the days off. They are the backlogs that those days off create too. So if you're going for it in January, please keep this in mind. Please make sure you get your submission sorted in time. And let's not forget, Apple has had some difficulties already this year before the holidays have even happened. And yes, I am moaning about Apple a lot in this little segment, but actually any of the other platforms could have issues over the holiday period and you'll potentially struggle to get a fix quickly. Now, this is just for submitting your uh, podcast. Apple approves your podcast feed and all of that. Once you've got that sorted, the RSS feed does all the work for you. You don't need to get it resubmitted, so you shouldn't have those issues. So if you can get your podcast up and running before November, you're on for a winner. But even if you're still planning on a January launch, just make sure you get you budget extra time for this because there's nothing more heartbreaking than knowing you've got a podcast that you've told everyone is launching and it's a day away and you still haven't got sorted out the approval from Apple or someone else and you just might have to back away from that launch. It's horrible. I promise you I've been there. 
Because this is a podcast all about podcasts, it's also full of contradictions and, well, it depends its answers. And here is my contradiction and it depends. Having said all of this about you probably don't want to launch your podcast in January, there are actually some good reasons that you might want to launch your podcast in January. I make no apologies for these contradictions. I really don't. So here's some reasons why I think you would probably want to launch your podcast in January. It could be that you're in the health and fitness or the wellness space and you want to take your listeners on their new year, new fitness, new health, new wellness journey. Of course, there's nothing to say. You can't start your podcast before this and get them ready for their new year journey before it. But I get why you would want to start in January with a health and fitness or wellness podcast. Maybe you're one of those people Oh my goodness, and if you are, I'm so jealous. Maybe you're one of those people that has time over Christmas, has time over December to get yourself prepared for podcasting life. I am jealous of you, but actually, in all seriousness, this makes sense. If you are ready to get your head down over Christmas and work on that podcast and get it going, then use that time and launch in January. Because this is what we need to know, yeah? You need to make sure that your podcast fits in your life or you won't be consistent with it. And if you're not consistent with it, you won't build up that audience and you won't get the results you want. And maybe, maybe just maybe, you thrive on a new year project. You love starting stuff in the new year and you know you will do well. In which case, you do you. Personally for me, I'm still very firmly wedged into the there are better times than the new year to launch your podcast club. I really like autumn for podcast launches. I think it's because A, autumn's my favourite season. I love the cosiness of it. I love the fact that I can just picture myself headphones in on a nice brisk autumn walk. (laughs) They don't exist, do they? It rains when we go on autumn walks. But in my mind, I've got an autumn walk, headphones in, enjoying a new podcast I've not heard before. And that feels divine. I also like the new school year feeling as well. That feels really kind of ready to go. So autumn is a great time for me, I think, for podcast launch. Spring is also really good as well because of the whole new life stuff that goes on. The days are starting to get nicer and brighter. The mornings are brighter. The evenings are brighter. And there's just that whole kind of summer walks coming along. (laughs) They don't happen either. That's generally rain as well, isn't it? But you you get the drift. But it's up to you. It is up to you when you launch your podcast and when it is right for you to launch a podcast. I think for me, not doing a January podcast is because there's so many expectations and there's so much prospect of overwhelm that actually I want to ease myself into a new year. And the other thing as well is, that's what a lot of people will be feeling. And if all they're hearing is new podcast, new podcast, new podcast, it could feel, oh, I'm overwhelmed by all these podcasts that are out there. I'm gonna stick to the one that I know and I love already. Because sometimes when you're given too much choice, you decide not to choose anything and stick with what you know. So I hope that's given you some food for thought. And if you are thinking about getting your podcast launched, sorted this side of 2022, I know I keep talking about next year and it's freaking me out just as much as it's probably freaking you out, then give me a shout. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to do your podcast planning. I'm here to get you sorted for your podcast and we can do it before Christmas, I promise you. Uh, you can get in touch with me in all the normal ways. My website is charlotte-foster.co.uk. 
uh, otherwise I'm on LinkedIn, Charlotte Foster, and I'm on Instagram as well, at Charlotte Foster Podcasts is where you'll find me on Instagram. And there's not many pictures of the cat anymore because he's doing really, really well. And we're all really, really happy with his recovery. If you don't know what I'm talking about, um, very, very quickly, my cat buddy, executive producer buddy, got shot and run over in one day, um, broken his pelvis, doesn't need an operation. I don't need to sell a kidney anymore. So that's all good. But I have set him up a, a an Instagram account just to take away all the boring updates on everywhere else. She says, and now given you a boring update on her cat on her business podcast it's time for me to go i will leave you on that uh see you next week